This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, after some encouragement from the president, the Postal Service will be raising its rates for commercial shipping. With the election getting closer and closer, congressional Democrats want to have a sit-down with the Postmaster General. And with Congress leaving before passing another coronavirus bill, USCIS employees may have to endure furloughs. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. After months of President Trump calling on the Postal Service to increase prices for its commercial package customers, the agency will seek rate hikes that will last through the end of the year. The Postal Service has seen a surge in package delivery during the coronavirus pandemic, but that side of the business has only accounted for about 30% of its total revenue for the past few years. The Postal Regulatory Commission needs to approve the request for higher prices to go into effect. Top Democrats on the House Oversight and Reform Committee say a hearing with Postmaster General Louis DeJoy can no longer wait until September. Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney is inviting DeJoy to an emergency hearing later this month to discuss delivery standards ahead of the November election. The hearing follows reports that the Postal Service sent letters to 46 states warning that it can't guarantee on-time delivery with current mail-in ballot deadlines in place. Furloughs are still a real possibility for employees at U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco reports. The union representing USCIS employees is disappointed Congress left town for August recess before passing emergency funding for the agency. USCIS says it needs $1.2 billion to begin and maintain operations at the start of the new fiscal year. Otherwise, it'll have to furlough over 13,000 employees. Congress was poised to include the emergency funding in whatever coronavirus relief package it passed this month, but lawmakers never agreed to a deal. The American Federation of Government Employees says it seems like luck has run out for their USCIS members. Furloughs are supposed to begin August 31st if Congress can't pass a deal. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Federal employees will see few changes to their daily travel allowances next fiscal year. The General Services Administration is not raising the hotel and lodging per diem for 2021. The meal and incidental rate is not changing either. The total daily travel allowance sits at $151. GSA only added Albuquerque, New Mexico to the list of regions that have separate rates from the continental United States standard. Per diem changes go into effect October 1st. A major agency CIO is surprisingly on the move. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Jose Arrieta, the Department of Health and Human Services Chief Information Officer, abruptly resigned on Friday. Arrieta said he told senior leadership he would be leaving the agency after only 16 months. Arietta becomes the second senior technology official to leave HHS in the last month. Todd Simpson, the chief product officer at HHS, left in July to be the deputy assistant secretary for DevSecOps at the Veterans Affairs Department. Arietta said he's unsure when his last day would be, but said he would be flexible to help ensure a smooth transition. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Department has received a six-week reprieve from meeting the requirements under an interim acquisition rule prohibiting the use of certain Chinese telecommunications products for some low-risk items. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence approved the DOD waiver request that will let DOD continue to buy supplies, equipment, services, food, clothing, transportation, care, and support necessary to execute the DOD mission. The waiver expires September 30th. Over the next six weeks, DOD must submit to ODNI information 
information about potential risks, mitigation plans, and a strategy to seek alternatives in the future. DOD and the Department of Health and Human Services are pairing with the McKesson Corporation to distribute vaccines and supplies related to coronavirus. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are exercising an existing contract option from 2016 to distribute the vaccines. The company was hired by the government in 2009 and 2010 to distribute the H1N1 vaccine. Vaccines for coronavirus are still in research and testing, though. The plan is to develop more than one vaccine to ensure immunity. The federal government spent more than a billion dollars on artificial intelligence research and development last year, but the Trump administration seeks to double that spending next fiscal year. Congressman Will Hurd and Congresswoman Robin Kelly pushed for the same increase in AI R&D spending in a recent think tank report. A memo from the Office of Management and Budget and Office of Science and Technology Policy highlights AI as a top area of federal R&D, along with research into treatment and vaccines for the coronavirus pandemic. The Navy is looking into the future of cyber warfare by releasing a new vision for the next five years. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Using networks as a fighting platform, conducting cryptological warfare, and building cyber forces. It sounds like a video game, but it's the Navy's goals for the next five years. The service says cyber warfare is a way of life, and the United States adversaries are taking full advantage of it. In its new strategy, the Navy fully admits it's slipped up in the past by getting hacked and exposing information. The policy calls for tightening up those weaknesses. The Navy says it also needs to focus on bringing in the most talented people it can to integrate cyber tactics across the service. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Lieutenant General David Alvin is nominated to be the next vice chief of staff of the Air Force. Alvin will replace General Stephen Wilson, whose term is expiring. Alvin is currently the director for strategy plans and policy at the Joint Staff. He also worked as the director of strategy and policy at U.S. European Command. Former Air Force Chief of Staff General David Goldveen recently stepped down from his position and was replaced by General Charles Brown. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Already? I'll be right there. It's happening. Take I-5 South. You are on the fastest route. Mom says, OMG, I'll let everyone know. You have arrived. Honey, I'm, I'm right here. She's doing great. We're almost there. She's perfect. Hey, baby girl. The whole world can't wait to meet you. Live larger with more coverage. Share your news, big and small, on AT&T, the network that now covers more than 99% of Oregonians. Visit your AT&T store to learn more. Coverage isn't available everywhere based on third-party data. 